0: This is Idea Gym,
1: where we put ideas to work. Welcome to Idea Gym. I'm Sheldon. I'm Jeff. And we're going to put an idea to work today. So uh, it's been a month and we want to wrap up our journal challenge. We'll maybe not wrap it up in terms of doing it, but this challenge is wrapping up. So Jeff... Uh, maybe you can recap us on on uh, what it was and how it's gone for you or, or or why we did it in the first place, I should say. Uh,
0: so we talked about the 30-day writing challenge maybe a month. Well, it's been a month, right? Over a month ago. <laughs> 30 days. And yeah, it's been at least 30 days. And we it was just awesome. I think it's been something that I've done for a while. And Sheldon brought it up. He's like, dude, we should do a journal writing challenge Right. did you bring it yeah. up or did I? I don't remember.
1: I don't <laughs> know. I remember. Yes.
0: It was <laughs> of one them. of us. We've talked about it a lot, but it's, it's such an important skill to have to write on a daily basis, whether that's writing for, uh, some thing. For example, we also decided that we were going to write, start writing on our book this last month, but in journal writing every day, I think you just learn a lot about yourself and it doesn't necessarily have to be journal writing. Like we said, it could be any type of writing. Sheldon, I know is writing a couple of crappy pages a day at the beginning before we started our, our 90, our book and 90 challenge. Um, but it's just, it's just one of those ways that you get your thoughts down on paper. It's a lot of ways you can solve problems in your life. You can unlock the emotional, uh, captivity that might be holding you. Uh, a lot of times it's helpful with communication and relationships as well, because you write out your thoughts. Cause a lot of times we'll have these negative conversations with right. somebody else in our heads that didn't actually ever happen. And we tend to, uh, we have a whole battle in our head and
1: <laughs> the other person's unaware of it.
0: Yeah. It's like, we're saying negative things and they're saying negative things back to us, but they've never actually said them. Right. It's like, so uh writing things out and processing things in a way that you can write them down on paper is just good for the brain and good for your energy and good for your creative process and good for problem solving. So a lot of good reasons to write things down.
1: Yeah. How did, well, so my, uh, maybe a quick recap. I started out really great on this one and was really enjoying it. Feeling, feeling like I was getting a lot out of it. Uh, but then I'll be honest, I kind of like petered out because I was trying to write stuff you know as doing some writing for work and then uh writing in our our, our book trying to write a bunch in that and so my journal my journal writing kind of fell by the wayside I still did it a few times and every now and then but wasn't I was not doing uh two pages there and I'll be honest I feel like it was uh, you kind of have to experience like during middle after and then i've i've missed it and i feel like there's like you talked about there's insights that you kind of gain about yourself that you know what you're thinking about how you're thinking about it it just helps you formalize like what you what you're really thinking and it's like insight i don't know how to explain it's insightful somehow right and it's it's for me it's almost like a like a spiritual because <laughs> uh, I have to do it you know in conjunction with uh maybe you know my my meditation or, or reading of, of scriptures and things like that, and so for me, I just realized that no I, I need this like the not not just the writing aspect, but I need kind of that introspection aspect of it, and so I've gotten back into it. I think this is one of those ones that i'm you know it's one of those habits you talked about it i don't know if you remember this We actually quoted it in. The description of you know the the notes when we first kicked the challenge. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you back your own quote. You said, "Writing a daily journal has been a game changer for me. This one daily habit has been a cornerstone for much of my growth and progress over the last decade. It's, it has a true compounding benefit beyond the task itself." Do you remember saying that, Jeff? I do not, but that I've sounds <laughs> better than what I would say. <laughs> I thought it was great and so i uh, i put that in the show notes anyway like it's true I've, it's, it's been... <laughs> i it's like did i,
0: I know that was smarter than I am that's for sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh yeah this is one of those things that I've done on and off over the years when I've been consistent with it I felt like i, I am more on track it helps me stay on track on where I really want to go and remember the things Remember those things? I feel sometimes it's like, uh, like your conscience, or you know, from religious. I'd say the, the like God is, is speaking to your mind. Like, oh, re- remember this, and it just helps me remember that, and and kind of like take it into myself more and understand things like all the things you talked about. Well, how was your experience, Jeff?
0: So i I tried to be dedicated to it, and it was some days I feel like. It's more meaningful than others. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, right. like it's just like anything. <laughs> it's like anything, right? Any habit you have that it's not about the every day is meaningful in the habit. It's about you doing it every day and then you'll have meaningful moments. And it's kind of like scripture reading for me too, same thing, right? Like I don't always like get totally involved and feel like, oh, I'm getting so much out of this. Um, some days it's almost just part of the routine, but you've but what comes from it. Over time is just those, that's that's the thing is that little compounding effect. I think part of that same message that I think I was trying to share there is is that it is it's a compounding effect. You don't always notice the change. don't always notice the benefits right from the start, but they come and and you'll feel them over time. And I think over the last thirty days, the biggest change that I made was I've always wanted to write a book, and until. This journal writing challenge. I don't think I've ever had the motivation to actually sit down and do it. And so, when we started this thing, a couple of weeks—maybe not a couple of weeks, but a couple days—in, I called Sheldon. I was like, "Dude, we should do. We should use this time to write a book because I'm already writing in a journal. When I want to make sure that I'm using this time to progress towards something else, right? Something that I've never done. And that was the biggest thing. Was I? I started to focus on just one thing during our writing challenge and write about that every single day and what well one thing isn't the right word. one concept so the concept that we were thinking about for our book is the problems you want and I mean you may be thinking that nobody wants problems but it's it's more of the idea that there are always problems and instead of trying to get away from problems and run away from the things that are hard in life it's figuring out what problems you actually want that give you more freedom, more opportunity. Uh, and so we get—we talk a lot about that in, in the book. And so we, we've been writing a book and in the process of writing the book, we've made some connections who are already going to help us uh, get it published and all kinds of cool things. So it's just, it's just an amazing experience when you start on something, the world does work together to almost help you finish what you set out to do. And I think whatever your goals are, it's just taking those daily steps and going back to what Sheldon was saying, part of the mission of this show is getting over the obstacle of, oh, I don't have time, right? I want to do all these things, but I don't have time. That's probably the main obstacle we're trying to overcome because Sheldon and I are both people who have said that many times. Mm -hmm. We've said, I don't have time. Uh, like oh, I want to do X, and I want to be a millionaire, and I want to <laughs> be the perfect dad, and I want to be uh, have a great career, sharing ideas with people. But it it gets to be where you're like, well, I just I don't have time to do that. So instead, we decided, why not make a podcast and putting things into action in a way that can fit into your life, and maybe trade up for some of the things that you're doing that aren't really making you helping
1: you progress. Well, I think it's a uh, it's good to share. Again, we, we kind of, we've been talk, thinking a lot, talking about this, that the two ideas that Jeff, were, the two main, we're narrowing it in our, our, our why, I feel like. I think we all have this idea, I don't, I don't have time, right? And so, but we all have time, like you said, to perhaps switch out a habit that's not helping us find happiness and success for one that is, right? And we all have time to perhaps not throw in another hour of work or effort at the end of every day. Cause let's be honest, who can do that? <laughs> but we all have the time to make little adjustments, right? And little yeah. things that will help us move toward it. It's like the, so if you, I don't sure if you missed uh, last week, we, we interviewed the ULA guys, which was an amazing interview, but they talked about many goals. Once you, once you narrow in on what you really want in life, uh, then the next step is to figure out like what's blocking it. They call them blockers, right? And then once you figure that out, they, they call them mini goals, like three mini goals for whatever area you need to work on or, or want to work on. And then it doesn't matter. When he says mini goals, he means like real mini goals, right? Like things can, Three things you can actually do that day. Today, yep. Yeah, today, <laughs> yeah. And even if those things are like two minutes each, right? Well, I, I can do... I can fit in two minutes <laughs> today. Right. I can so, write my journal for two minutes, right? For two it minutes, be, it could right. be a
0: paragraph, right? You're not,
1: yeah. It could be three sentences if need be, but you, we could, we could all do that, right? Um, so it's just, it, I, I really love that idea. It's like it doesn't have to be moving mountains, right? It's like the the small effort every day will beat the Herculean effort every single time.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's a great way to put it. I love it. Um, I think the I'm other thing,
1: some quote I heard before. So you know what?
0: It's now, a, it's a now a Sheldon quote in a That's different right. form. I used to read books about people who were really successful. I'd be like, I write everything down. Like all of them would say I carry a notebook in my pocket or something like that. And I used to think that sounds cool, but I'm never going to carry a notebook in my pocket. <laughs> right? And and I didn't, and that was stupid. I should have, but I didn't. And <laughs> it, we all do that. We all like, oh, that'd be cool, but I'm not going to do that, right? Um, a little thing that wouldn't be hard to do, but you just, I think more than anything, it would just be remembering that it's in my pocket and actually pulling it out in the moment I needed it. But when I got the iPhone, that was the biggest difference for me because then I did, I started to write like when I'd have a thought or when I'd have, and it only takes a couple minutes. You know, it's like, oh crap. Like, I mean, my phone is, full of notes from when I first got it on just random little things. And I don't go back and always see all of them, but the coolest part is they're searchable now. So I put in a keyword and I'll, I'll find something that I wrote years ago and I'm like, Oh, that was a good thought. Um, And it just keeps me going in in the moment. So I feel like writing things out uh, just a little habit like that, like that could be a mini goal So my mini goal is, if I have an interesting thought, I'll write it in my notes. Just one sentence, or even a title. Like I'll be like, "Interesting book title." Boom! And I'll write it in my notes. So I have like all these concepts of <laughs> potential book titles that could
1: be written, uh, or at least anyway, an idea. So. Yeah, it's like an, maybe not a whole book, but it's a great idea to that needs to be it needs to be thought on, expounded. Yeah. Exactly, and that's I think that's the key.
0: That's that's been a really big like mini habit. I shouldn't say many goals because there's many goals like you were talking about, but I was thinking about many habits and that one is, is really been an important one for me over the years.
1: So uh, these two ideas is we've been narrowing in on like, I, I want to, but I just don't have the time. And so we want to debunk that by first off, trying to live it ourselves <laughs> and then I put right. all these ideas to work. And the second one was, uh, and, I, and I love this idea because we're, at least personally, sometimes get overwhelmed with like, you need to do this, you need to do that. And uh, the idea that you don't have to do more, you need to become more. And so we're trying to put ideas to work to to do both of those two things.
0: Yeah. And that, that concept, that second one comes from an audio I was listening to from Darren Hardy. And he was in a really stressful time in his life where he was working like 80 hours a week or something crazy, you know, where he's just like, I could not, there was no way I could do any more. He's like, and I was listening to Jim Rohn and up on stage and Jim Rohn said, okay, if you want to have more. And he's like, if you're going to tell me right now to do more, like I can't do it. I'm going to walk out right now. <laughs> he said, but he said something very different. He said, you want to have more, you have to become more. And it clicked in Darren Hardy's brain. And when he said it, I kind of clicked for me too, is thinking, Oh, that's a very interesting way to look at it. And another quote that Jim Rohn says, that kind of fits nicely with that thought is, he says, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. I think that's the key to becoming more. It's not necessarily adding a bunch of time and doing hours and hours of job, but it's it's working on yourself constantly. Those little daily habits that we just talked about and those little mini goals that we talked about that build confidence and help you realize, oh, I can do it, right? And And I do have time to, and I had these thoughts when I was writing that down. It's like, you always have time to replace a good, a bad habit with a good one. Like you're not, you're not taking extra time, right? Your life's already full. I get that. It's not about adding more time. That's impossible. But if you can trade for better, like you can trade the problems you don't want for the problems you do. If you can trade a bad habit for a good one. If you can adjust your routine, maybe it's cold, taking cold showers
1: right,
0: <laughs> or or whatever that looks like, you also have to, you always have time to give up something that's not moving you forward and trade it for something better. And I guess, so that to, to debunk that question is to say, okay, what things can I fit into my life
1: that are going to make small improvements? I, I think if I could sum that up in in like a short sentence from, I think her name's Sharon Eubank. And she says, doing better doesn't always mean doing more, which is kind yeah. of a, a hard concept to grasp because we always feel like we have to do more, but um, we can always do better with not necessarily having to to do more.
0: Yeah. Well, I think there's another common phrase. Don't work harder, work smarter, right? And that's, I think that's part of this. I mean, that's an easy thing to say as well. <laughs> concept <laughs> is a little more obscure, but I think... Yeah, but this that we're gonna show ways to work smarter, not harder. Yes.
1: Well with that, let's let's do a sneak peek of the two interviews we got coming up this month, with are both, I think, gonna be amazing.
0: Our next, very next episode will be with a Dr. John Hatch, who is a brain rehab expert here locally in Utah. He just knows all these little tricks and tips about how to maintain a healthy brain. For example, misophonia. I don't know what that is, but we're going to find <laughs> out. <laughs> right? I
1: was about to ask you, what is misophonia?
0: Misophonia, concussion. So he can treat, he helps treat concussions and feeling lost. It just looks like he's got an awesome clinic here in Orm, Utah, and he's focused on brain health and brain rehab from all kinds of things. So it should be a really interesting conversation.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll have some nuggets. A
0: lot. Yeah, yeah, he'll have some ideas. Okay, what about you? what's what's next after that yeah
1: yeah we got an interview coming up in a few weeks with an author's name's uh ben benjamin hardy he's got a couple well he's actually just releasing a new book called personality isn't permanent he's a best-selling author has a phd in, in organizational psychology i've been following his his stuff for a while now he he's got a website where he gets literally hundreds of thousands of views monthly Right. he has a pretty good following and and have you ever gone to medium.com he uh, he was the number one writer in the world on medium.com for a long time <laughs> until he started you know his, his own own stuff so he's had uh a lot of success he's a family guy three kids you know adopted three kids i should say from the foster system and nice. already has a couple of daughters and just kind of a uh, you know I kind of look at him. It's like some of the things he's he's done as a family man, right? And <laughs> think it's it's just amazing. Anyway, so he has he has a new book just came out called Personality Isn't Permanent. In this one, he kind of debunks some of the per- pervasive myths about personality. Actually, he says that personality tests like like Myers Briggs. I, I, I've taken that one. Have you taken that one, Jeff? Yes. I yeah, the Myers-Briggs. So. And how some of these other ones, how these are actually harmful and leading people to mediocrity. I mean, the, the title of the the book is Personality Isn't Permanent, right? And then he talks about how uh, the past trauma negatively shapes personality and how, how to reframe that, that trauma. And it kind of changes those memories and identify that narrative that we tell ourselves, right? So anyway, I think that's going to be a great, Interview. Uh we got an advanced copy of the book, Jeff and I, and I haven't finished it yet. I've started it, haven't finished it, so I don't want to give anything away. But my my goal is to finish that before we have our interview with him. So
0: yeah, I'm a, I'm part of the way through it as well. I'm not quite done, but it has been really interesting, especially that I mean he starts out the book and he talks specifically about what you just said about that uh how that Myers Briggs personality test is hurting us and that really caught my attention as I was reading. I was like, Oh, that's
1: really intriguing. Um, well, we have this idea that we are who we are, right? It's just my personality. Uh, you yeah. Know, he goes into like, so personality changes on circumstances and, and situational and things like that. And frankly, we can change it. So.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what the ULA guys say, right? Where you are is not who you are. But I think a lot of times we think that's the case, um, mm-hmm. even with our personality. Well, it's, it's who I am. It's like, well, every personality trait has a good side and a bad side. And it's whether you're fostering the positive angle. And and I think there's ways to grow and adapt and be flexible. Uh, yeah. People change all the time. Yep. Like now, like Sheldon and I, we've never been authors, but we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> dang it. It's like, well,
1: yeah, dang it. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> dang it. Uh, <laughs> There's a that was connected to with thought, but I couldn't quite get it out. I think I say because I everybody. It's funny, no matter who, where you are in life. I, I've realized that people, everybody, has a story to share, a story that's uplifting, powerful, and beneficial to others. And almost like that quote that I, your quote, Jeff, about journal writing. That I quoted back to you. You're like, dang, that guy sounds like he knows like he's doing something right. You know, yeah. uh, we all have stuff like that to share. So even. Yeah. Even us, Jeff, could write a book that can help somebody. So
0: <laughs> that's the idea. Hopefully. Or at least that it helps us become a little bit more. <laughs> Not we are doing more, but we're also hopefully becoming more, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, be excited for the next couple of weeks. I'm really stoked about our adventure. We also have some other cool news we'll share on the upcoming episodes about our personal journeys and things that we're doing, putting to work uh, to make our lives better and hopefully help you do the same. Anything else you want to say, Sheldon?
1: Uh, we'd love to start putting ideas to work because our, our audience grows a little bit. Um, if there's an idea or challenge that you want to share or work on or, or do with us, let us know because we would love to uh, uh, start doing some more challenges that you guys want to do.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's that's it for IdeaGen today. Thanks for joining us. This is Jeff. And this is Sheldon. Signing off. Have a great day.
1: But <laughs> ideas to work.
0: Yeah, but ideas to work today. Many goals. Amen.